1: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Hello, I'm Jules.
3: Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome
2: to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, oh.
3: Welcome, hello, and hi. <laughs> that was very, very Jennifer Aldridge, um, which is a little reference for any Archers fans it, out there. It was
2: incredible to watch, actually. <laughs> you
3: would love Jennifer
2: Aldridge. I, I just have never listened to the Archers. No, and no. I know, like, you've said so many times is it Archers or Arches?
3: Archers. It's a family, the Archers. Oh. Yeah, they're the main family in
2: the village. I always thought it was like an architectural reference. No. no, no <laughs> like, no, under no. the Arches. No, no,
3: you've got like, you know, Tom Archer, oh. etc. Yeah. And why can't I think of a single other character? June will like be Tom very Archer. disappointed.
2: But <laughs> But no, like I've never got into it and I don't know I don't know why. You'd
3: love it. You'd love it because it's a little bit of countryside, but with enough space to keep things going.
2: How long is each episode? Fifteen
3: minutes. Is that it? It's fifteen minutes, and it's the longest if you look, Portsley Crew, if you're listening to this and you're like, what? the hell is she talking about? The Archers is the longest running soap opera ever. Like it's been going, I think it's been going for nearly 70 years. It's all on the radio. So it's radio four. And so it's on now. Historically, I grew up listening to it. And of course there wasn't listen again. There wasn't download. No, no, no. You had to shut up at seven o'clock so June could hear the Archers for 15 minutes. You weren't allowed to speak. And then you could talk again at quarter past. God. But now I just get it like a podcast. So it's really? where it's on my podcast feed, The Archers. But it's 15 minutes, so it's nothing. It's on every single night apart from Saturdays.
2: What happens on Saturday? Day off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Nothing you've unexpected. got to enjoy that gin fizz, haven't yeah. you? you? and got...
3: also Sunday nights are always a bit, oh, it's always a bit of a dull episode, but Friday nights, because they know they've got to keep you waiting for two days, something all exciting always happens on a Friday.
2: Really? Absolutely. So, um, be, well, is it quite a good bedtime thing? It's
3: great. Do you know what it's great for? Taking your makeup off. Taking your makeup off at night, slip the arches on. Da, 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 da. Slip
2: the arches on sounds... Yeah. So different. <laughs>
3: but Jennifer Aldridge you'd love because she's got she's very us, she's very chic. Yeah. She's just had to downsize, which upset Awful. her greatly because Gosh. she loved that kitchen. Really, really <laughs> uh, loved that kitchen. Oh my god, I'm
2: so and, yeah,
3: and she they were moving into like this smaller place and she was getting very upset because she couldn't find anywhere to put the kitchen aid. <laughs> she's like, This worktop's too small <laughs> 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 I was like, Jennifer Aldridge is a bit of you. And then she's got a sister, Lillian, who's a real goer she's like in her 70s she's like gin darling gin gin teas all round
2: god yeah do you
3: think this dress is too revealing <laughs>
2: downsizing kitchens that's that's a topic of conversation that i've never brought up with sheila right. because we do often talk about downsizing yeah and sheila's house is spotless but there's lots of things in cupboards yes. and there's a lot of cupboards for things to be well, in. well
3: there's a lot of space for cupboards so that's the difference those there.
2: work services are very pristine and i keep saying you know what what are you going to do when you go down? What's going to happen? I think she's very much in the mind of the kitchen will stay the same size. They'll just lose the bedroom a floor. or two. yeah, <laughs> yeah. A wing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Things will crumble around the kitchen, but the kitchen will remain. Yes, Sheila can't look at a magic mix all day, every no, day. Should Why should she have to? <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to get you into the Archers. Because and, and, you need a bit of it. June got me in. I
2: like that it's you 15 know. minutes. I can do that. 15 minutes. Take your makeup off. That's great. Yeah,
3: it's perfect. It's lovely. Go to bed for the archers.
2: Is it on Spotify?
3: Oh, I couldn't say. No, I don't think so because it's Beeb. It's the BBC. I'll
2: have to hunt for it. Yes.
3: No, no. Honestly, some people are omnibus only. So every Sunday you can listen to like the whole thing, all of it from the week, all yeah. in one go. And some people are religious about that omnibus. They will never listen to an episode on its own. They are omnibus through and
2: through. That's like the EastEnders omnibus. Yes. Which
3: could go on for oh uh, It just always oh, makes.
2: It just reminds me of. Chronic hangovers. Yeah. Chronic <laughs> where where you're all of a sudden you're like I'm really invested in this, I've yeah. really like committed, and you're like, I don't even watch EastEnders. But. And also,
3: I don't, yeah, don't even watch it. <laughs> but it's amazing how you can pick it up. And I do love it in soaps, because as you know, Coronation Street, I've watched forever. And I love it, because they've always got to sort of get new people in. And you'll mm. notice it on the archers, because they'll go, how's your cousin today? Oh, Tim, because they need to get you in, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I love yeah. it in Coronation Street, when they do exposition, so. So, like they'll have a conversation that nobody would this is this, this
2: theatre talk exposition i don't know i think I this, is, think this is no 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 sarah has this weird amount of knowledge. You have, like, when you said callback. Oh, Sarah yes. told me about callback when people, like, call back to a joke earlier in a stand-up thing. It's called a callback. You know things. I know. You know things. Bits, don't I? So this, what was it called?
3: Exposition. Exposition. <laughs> Why, what the hell is this? <laughs> so it's like to explain, if you're a first-time viewer, mm. so they'll go, like, how is he? And they'll go, since he lost the money because he thought he'd murdered his cousin but he actually hadn't. returned <laughs> turned out to be no, he's not so good. Do you know what I mean? Like... Like cuz they've got to explain to get you up to speed. You see
2: Portslou Cruise, she yep. plays it down, but this one is a genius. <laughs>
3: Honestly, next time you're watching it, when they've got to bring you up to speed in the arches, they'll call each other, "All right, sis," to go, "Oh, yes, they're sisters who sing. The soap
2: world is a funny world. Yeah. I have been on the set of Hollyoaks a few times really? actually. Really? Yes, oh, a couple you've never of times, no. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times I've been called on to set. Um, <laughs> With my mitt back in the day, sure. Oh, it's um, been
3: a lot of tan, well, a lot of tan on my it,
2: it was so weird because when you're on soap sets, you do go from like bedroom to living room to school room to like, <laughs> bit, like the sets move really quickly, and you, yeah. I used to run through with my mitt and kit bag, like running <laughs> through it. It was like And then da 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 da
3: da da An episode of Hollyoaks.
2: Honestly, I (laughs) thought I was on it. I was like, are you rolling?
3: (laughs) Quiet, please. He
2: never did call me, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God,
3: that's brilliant. Um, So we had, now we've had a very, very lovely week. Haven't we? And this is the I've second time week. that we've seen each other this week because we went to our darling friend, Lauren Mahan, mm-hmm. girl versus cancer. Yes. The shoot! The shoot! The shoot. It was we were lovely. Model. Yeah. That's I, right.
2: Model is a very loose use of no, the I word. It's the perfect but word. Like,
3: it's the only word to describe. I would have us. used
2: the word talent. But yeah. <laughs> Sure, but it was lovely because we orchestrated by accident arriving at the same time. And I get very nervous before going into things. And actually, when we walked into that shoe, I was like, Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot happening. Click, click,
3: flash, flash. Yeah, you know,
2: it was very hair
3: makeup. It was very go, go, go. (laughs) It
2: was very AB It was,
3: it was amazing. And you
2: and I were. It was Patsy and Eddie going in. Yeah, (laughs) but
3: the first thing I did was made a brew.
2: (laughs) You made a brew, and then I had a cinema and swirl, and then we sat on the floor.
3: Yeah, and it did feel like a rave at that point. It felt a bit like, oh, sat on the floor at some sort of house party. Takes me back.
2: <laughs> took me back, definitely. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I, mean, I meant to tell you, so at the end, now you slipped off for a drink. I went off, took, bobbed off myself off home, and I was coming, I was going... <laughs> I went to get the tube and I was like, oh my God, I've got to tell Jules this. So this girl, right, I heard behind me went, Tom, like this to this guy. Now, it was clearly one of those moments, Tom didn't know who this girl was,
2: right? So
3: she goes, Tom! (laughs) Did you press pause on your
2: audio? You're like, (laughs) just stop the arches.
3: (laughs) Listen to this, what's going on here? Anyway, he was like, oh, oh, uh, hi. And you know, normally, like in that situation, obviously it is embarrassing when people don't remember you, but you'd go, oh, it's... Sarah you, you do, know, do the
2: thing from, that you said yeah what's it called Jules and
3: Sarah the podcast da, 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 da.
2: what's the thing they're called exposition
3: yeah you'd exposition <laughs> yourself <laughs> it's Sarah you know from the podcast from this da, 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 da. and then they either go oh yeah because they remember you or they don't yeah right it's still the same reaction but she went you don't remember me at all do you like, she really was... Like, and this was in the middle of the station. Do you know what I mean? Tom was just trying to get on that northern line, right? He just wanted to get home, yeah. right? Just wanted to get home for bake-off, right? And she was like, you don't remember me. It's Emily. Emily! And he was like, uh, um, uh... And she was like, we went to uni together. It turns out they'd been, like, in a lecture once ten years ago.
2: Oh, Emily, you need to get a grip. Yeah, get
3: over this. <laughs> Poor guy! Let's
2: take a moment to imagine Sarah in the scene.
3: Intervened. Emily, let it go. Tom, go. <laughs>
2: Run. <laughs> Some of my one night stands don't remember me. <laughs> God.
3: I can't remember. I can't remember most people who I went to uni with.
2: No, I always remember a face. Do you? Mm. A face or a naked body. <laughs> a face, I...
3: no, unsure of the name.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, names I'm terrible with. Yeah. Terrible. But I do know faces.
3: Yes. <laughs> but would you stop somebody? You. Wait. Mm. What's your name? <laughs>
2: no. Could it be? No, I'd give no a... I know you. I know... I'd i give a side eye a wry smile and then I'd scuttle away. Yes.
3: Yeah, sure. But what about that? Emily. Emily. Honestly, aggressive. <laughs> Honestly, I really felt for him. I was like, oh, gosh. There's <laughs> studying... a reason he hasn't seen her since that lecture.
2: <laughs> studying classics with 15 people on the course. will do that to you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Will we do a bit
0: of chorus? Oh, my God, laugh. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC.
3: plushcare.com slash weight loss
2: so on the closed Portsmouth Crew Facebook group page Jackie Chesterson, hello has shared her first post oh fun Portslough crew just discovered the podcast a few weeks ago, was initially listening front to back, but today decided to go back to the beginning. God help you. Mum and I both in strong agreement that Christmas cake is best enjoyed with with butter and a wedge of sharp cheddar. I've done a Wednesdaydale too if the cake is extra boozy, which ours always seems to be
3: <laughs> funny that
2: so my question is um what's what's a food or flavor combo you love and just low-key assume everyone else would find bizarre one of mine is cheese with honey which i naively thought was completely normal until i caught upon its weirdness by a friend not weird
3: not weird also french, very french
2: she's from canada
3: okay fine. that was american <laughs> bye <laughs>
2: um
3: cheese and tomato ketchup haven't had it for years but on a sandwich very good
2: really yeah really good red Leicester and salad cream
3: oh salad cream we've. we've Talked about salad cream before. So lovely Nick has slipped into the DMs here saying, um, just catching up on the podcast. The wasp in the bread reminded me of baguettes in our school trip to France in the early 90s. Crickets slash grasshopper. In the baguette. They're right? big. Huge. How um, big were your baguettes? <laughs> yeah. Good for a it baguette. It is France. And I said, good heavens, both. As <laughs> we go. And she said, I don't know the difference. It was big enough to give me a fright. But I distinctly remember it was fresh baguettes. We'd been making some. Then a batch came out of the oven and we broke one open to find a baked insect. And another one had half an insect. The old French lady must have thought we were right, wusses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Picked it out, put it in the bin yeah. and it up.
3: Here is the bigot. Also, um, here is a lovely DM. And I think you're going to like this. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to like this name. Rule Stefania. Nice. Really
2: enjoyed it. Yeah.
3: Uh, the podcast is superb and gets me through my commute before a day of educating the youth of Wiltshire. Over the summer holidays, I've been storing them up so I can have a bumper first week or two back with you two, spurring me right back into the swing of the school year.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Love that. <laughs> Sorry, I got really distracted. By this post here from Marquis Amy, who somebody has shared these two and have put, not gonna lie, for a very, very brief moment I thought it was Jules Van Hepp and Sarah Powell. And oh it's two gosh. like elderly I don't know who it is, um, a tropical cruise enthusiast on a Facebook group. And someone said if you glance and then look away very quickly, also if you <laughs> if you glance you're three glasses deep of Rosé, this pair look if you haven't seen it, go. It could be us! It could be us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they are very old. <laughs> And <laughs> um, we absolutely adore you for getting love in touch. You. We just love you. I'm at this Sarah Powell. And I'm
2: at Doris Van Hepp.
3: And the address, if you wish to write to us, which nobody has for a while. That post box has been looking I've had a slow. few DMs from people
2: saying that there's international mail coming. Okay, it's on its way. Must, things must be stuck in <laughs> customs, <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, Trinkets. Gifts,
3: of course. Very hard to smell, yeah. We will give out the address at the end of the podcast. Mm, now, this yes. weekend was mm. Stag Do Central. It really was. The abs- and last time we spoke, Ken was... Ken was getting jittery around the whole thing. Ken plans, was get- arrangements, oh. bit of Gatwick dad.
2: Ken got so jittery towards the crunch, like you know, <laughs> like two days before a stag or a hen. There's lots of questions. Yes. Everybody's got questions. The restaurant needed deposits. It needed menu selections. It was a Nobody's big... reading
3: their emails
2: nobody, properly. Well, also, I'm not the person... I just don't keep spreadsheets. So yeah. I'm not like, you haven't paid that 42p. I don't care. My yeah. life's too busy for <laughs> 42p, Brenda, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> the morning of the stag arose and I was like, okay, it's great. I messaged Nick. I was like, Nick, I need you to be at Finsbury Park tube station at this time. This is non-negotiable. Yeah. I just need you to be there at this, like, for yeah. this train. So anyway... <sighs> I get there very early. I was keen, I was ready. I needed an umbrella to chaperone everybody.
3: (laughs) (laughs) With a rubber duck on top of it.
2: I had a full face on and bear in mind, Dutch was stuck in Spain. There's oh. been a horrible incident. You
3: have to leave him behind. Leave him behind. <laughs> I Sorry. was like,
2: it's every man, himself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. Yeah.
2: He was like, can you get back a deposit? I was like, your money, your time, <laughs> it's gone.
3: You can chase that deposit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so, me to the train station. Everybody is slowly but surely arriving and I'm having to make small talk with straight men, which is always interesting, <laughs> I think. <laughs>
3: Do you see the game? <laughs>
2: I was like, there's only so far this conversation could go, and we all know it.
3: <laughs> did the did the, the men kick the ball, did they?
2: <laughs> I actually got into a lovely conversation with one of them, who's just about to start head of buying in meat. Interesting bit. Yeah, for a interesting super, choice for you. For a supermarket, so we talked about plastic and upcycling and all of that. So oh, I, yes. I really went in, actually, <laughs> with, which I think he was surprised about. <laughs>
3: He didn't really want to talk about
2: it. (laughs) He was just trying to have a morning pint, but I was like, actually, (laughs) I'd seen my, I'd seen the green flag for for a match of conversation, and I went,
3: meat, you say. Mm.
2: So, um, got everyone on the train station. Now, at this point, I was riddled with Gatwick Dad, like absolutely head to toe, front to back, (laughs) Gatwick Dad. (laughs) I was like get through the barriers got
1: the everyone got tickets got tickets
2: <laughs> I, no I like I went to the train <laughs> office first and I was like I just want to check no one needs tickets there needs to be no buying of tickets people can do this contactless can we get yeah. to Hertfordshire on contactless yeah. like, you know when you keep saying it, on contactless <laughs> <"Sever> <laughs> got con- dad it's just touch on dad just touch on <laughs> <laughs> someone
3: <we've> got contactless you have got contactless
2: <laughs> one guy poor sod it was a 9.57 train read his whatsapp group wrong and turned up at 8.57 uh, well better that that's better what I that. said that's what yes. I said so anyway got on this train, got got to Hertfordshire. We then get off the train station and I was promised by the clay pigeon shooting company that there would have been taxis waiting at the train station to take us up the road.
3: Just pitch your crew, Jules, on the phone to a clay pigeon <laughs> shooting. <laughs> Company? Will there be taxes Transfers?
2: No, the, the transfers yep. were Dutch's responsibility. Dutch is obviously stuck Where's in Dutch? Valencia. <laughs> so, so I had to pick up the pieces, pick up the slack as per. And anyway, there were no taxes, and we had to walk to the clay pigeon shoes. Was it for? It was a 20-minute uphill walk. Luckily, my brother's friends are very positive, very optimistic yes. <laughs> people, which is a real difference from some of the Great. hens I've been on. Lovely
3: walk. I know, you wouldn't do that. To, you wouldn't get that on a hen, do?
2: So anyway, we get to this clay pigeon. Ken gets handed this rifle. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, holy hell.
3: Took out half a hedge and three pheasants. I'm,
2: I'm so bruised from the damn rifle.
3: It, it, it does catch you. And honestly, yep. you would have
2: really laughed at me because this guy, I know we're on the Ken news, but I've got to tell you this. The guy who taught clay pigeon shooting and myself really were never going to see eye to eye through life. It,
3: different backgrounds. We
2: were never... We, we were in different places. We were We were living life on parallel lines, but these parallel lines, this was the only time that they were going to cross. Yeah, at yeah. that moment. And he kept, <laughs> he kept saying to me, he called me the left hander, which I was like, I mean, Derek. It's Jules. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. And he, he gave me the rifle.
3: Picking you out.
2: <laughs> Discrimination, Derek. <laughs> Ken said, "I've had it hard all my life." I was like, "You're right."
3: Another example.
2: So anyway, Derek, Derek kept saying to me, "He was like, you need to rest that face on the gun." Being told to rest this, this face I, on that bit of this, wood. This is on my maker, sir. I was like, "Do you know how many acids were on this last night? You must be mad." I
3: did a full glycosonic like peel.
2: <laughs> so I was like, I kept putting it down and be like, oh, and then it would fire in my face. My head would just come. My
3: it's really, really full on. It does remind me of when we went clay pigeon shooting. Do you remember this? Yes. I mean, was it Was it last year? or And <laughs> June come?
2: was like a sniper. Oh my
3: god, she was amazing. She picked up the, when she had a smaller gun, it wasn't that like
2: Lady the, the, Margaret. The she just went boom,
3: boom, boom, chung, boom, chung, boom. Cha-chung, boom, cha-chung, boom cha-chung. <laughs> it was like every target.
2: <laughs> so anyway, oh Ken clay pigeon was um, was amazing, and then we got. We walked back to the train station. By this point, everyone really was desperate for a drink.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I couldn't find a pub anywhere, and we had a bit of time to kill Uncle Martin. Now, I've never referenced really Uncle Martin on this podcast. (laughs) Uncle Martin (laughs) is... I,
3: I love him already.
2: Uncle Martin... From Leeds originally, lived in London, has worked in media, used to direct car adverts. Really? So has done like Jaguar car adverts. Like has had a very, very glamorous yeah. career. Uncle Martin loves it. Yeah. Loves it. But as always, he's married to Auntie Heather, so has always played a little bit of beta. Oh, yes. Little bit of beta. backseat, like it's, yeah, yeah, ne- yeah. It's, yeah. it's not about Martin, it's all about Heather. <laughs> well, when Heather's not there, <laughs> that phoenix rose... <laughs> and we went
3: it's martin's time to shine
2: i've never seen anything like it i'm
3: imagining now martin coming round the corner driving a, a full bar
2: <laughs> martin everyone was like oh i could just do with the drink just do with the drink martin was like hang on a minute lads that corner shop has a bar it did we went into this random oh, like sweet shop good. and at the side of it was a bar so, M- Uncle Martin pouring the it's getting it all sorted. <laughs> the woman behind the sweet shop counter was like, if you need it in a takeaway cup, feel free, don't worry. She
3: knows exactly what she's doing. Sweets aren't going to shift. <laughs> we want to entertain these clay pigeon shooters.
2: So, anyway, Uncle Martin on the lash. We then get into London. Ken was chatting, Ken, Uncle Martin were chatting to this girl on the train from Hull. They were like, Well, we love Hull. (laughs) Hull's amazing. (laughs) She was like, What?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We get
2: into London um, and then we go to the Tram Shed.
3: Yes, lovely. Tram Shed,
2: very meaty. Very
3: meaty for for you. Very
2: meaty for me. There was chicken feet and I was like, "Oof, not for me. Too far. I actually took a horrible turn in Tram Shed and I've not been very well recently. I've had a stomach bug. So that's a sign. Yeah, nothing
3: to do with Tram Shed. No,
2: I... I Shouldn't shame them with this. I actually stopped drinking. Upsetting. um, But watched the utter carnage unfold that was spearheaded... By Uncle Martin and Ken. Yes. Ken. Yes. Ken said at the table, it should be at least one bottle of wine per head. (laughs) I was like, good (laughs) God. (laughs) Ken banging the table in tramshed. Uncle Martin. Woo, (sighs) woo, woo. It got so out of hand. Nick is suddenly dressed in a cheerleader's outfit that somebody else had orchestrated. I hadn't brought such a tie Nothing to do with that. Uncle Martin and Ken then strategically left to go back to get the train via a bar. Oh. Still messaging. Uncle Martin. Meanwhile, def- on the
3: next table, a lovely romantic couple who've saved up to come for their anniversary, <laughs> coming to Tramshed.
2: There was a moment where the tables overlapped and it went into evening sitting, and we were moved to the back of the restaurant. Yeah. And it, I just had to say, no more. Yeah. We need to leave this establishment. This is out
3: of my hands now. This is out of my hands. Yeah. Uh, this is too much for one man.
2: Dutch did make it to Tramshed.
3: Great. He'd managed God. to the wangle his way hour, onto a flight. But
2: Uncle Martin really became alpha male. Yeah. Became the pure. Breed. wooden spoon stirrer of the stag really got it going and yeah. through my time of sickness and need stepped forward thank god and i i have to credit yes. this podcast to uncle martin do you
3: know what darling you made the conditions just right for martin though martin could step in and you could just hand it all i over did I, I i gave yeah. i set
2: up a real um equilibrium of environments yes actually for here him it to-
3: is here's the buffet
2: go, go. <laughs> <laughs> How's June?
3: You are going to die. Oh, my God. Bring the hearse round. (laughs) June. Now, the first thing to say is that we saw June. So, June was in London last night. We all went for a lovely family uh, dinner because it's my brother's plural birthdays. So, happy birthday, John and George. Not twins, but both in the month of September. So, often combined, right? So, we went out for that. June, the hair, had gone to next Level. I mean, more of a hat, actually, than hair itself. Wow. I said, June, talk me through Extensions. this. What's happened here? And she said that she'd been in Tony and Guy, and she'd told Rachel that she was going to London. So Rachel had gone over it again for her. It wasn't even touching her ears. It was just, it was like the oh, Like a big M. It was just, it was, yes. It was enormous.
2: <laughs> Was she happy with it? She's
3: thrilled, Good. absolutely delighted. She'll, she'll be up, oh, she can keep it up for days. <laughs> she slept
2: upright. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but another birthday that has happened this week is Nanny Lula. So Aww. it's been Nanny Lula's birthday. Happy birthday, Nanny Lula. So June got the train to Welshpool to meet her sister Leslie, and they all went out for lunch together, the three of them, for Nanny Lula's birthday. They went to a pub called The Raven. Right, which has apparently just been redone. The locals were very excited. Right, so they went there, had a lovely meal, great lunch, nice. June Nanny Lula then pops in her white Volkswagen up, raga raga, screeches off. I've seen off her away. rag off she in that. She is nippy nip. I've right. seen her
2: drive. She is proper. Then-
3: My auntie Les is in her red Volkswagen up and she's like, I'll give you a lift to the station, June. Fantastic. So they go out into the car park. Anyway, they're sat in the car park just having a chat and just, you know, before they go to the station and the bloke from the... (laughs) the bloke from the pub comes out June was like it was about three o'clock by this point so you know post-lunch service and goes to with with a couple of bags of rubbish so he's going over to the bin store right he opens the door of the bin store throws the bags in and goes oh my god right comes over to the car sees mum and Les in the car right comes over knocks on the window and says look at this right (laughs) and holds up a half deflated blow up sex doll. Oh. <laughs> he goes, look at this. He was like, somebody's put a life size doll in my bin shed. A... Mum's just looking at him
2: and looking at the doll. From this like, red Volkswagen up. <laughs>
3: People just keep putting stuff in the bins. It's a nightmare. And now, who would throw away a full life size doll? And he just didn't know what it was. He just had it. Uh, he just no. thought it was some sort of fun blow up doll. With a shocked
2: face. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mum said it was dressed as Marie Antoinette.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> a classier version like this and she said also in more she said what was slightly more worrying she said was that the head was the head was hanging off it oh.
2: sure you sure it wasn't Amberlin <laughs> she
3: said Oh, God, this is hilarious. She went, the head was hanging off it. And actually, it hadn't deflated that much. So I think that must have been a separate part to it. <laughs> yes. Oh God,
2: Evidence getting was... into it. <laughs> the post-mortem of the Anne Boleyn sex doll.
3: <laughs> I said, what did he do with it? And she said he'd have to go and get a knife and, <laughs> and deflate it completely. And do the deed. Yes. So she said he stuffed it back in the bin store and went in. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my god isn't that unbelievable knocking on the door look what somebody's left in my bin store people are always leaving things in there it drives me mad look at this
2: god, oh god a period dress sex doll oh my gosh. not deflated no
3: it's too much it is too much will we do a bit of news from the north i mean i
2: don't know how i can follow that story
3: <laughs>
2: um this it comes from the pontefrat and castle express lovely Stretch limousines may fail emission tests in Leeds and Wakefield.
3: Oh, what a worry. <laughs> may being the Stretch
2: limousines may fail strict new emissions. Um, emission standards being imposed in Leeds and Wakefield, councillors have been told the luxury vehicles. I wouldn't call them luxury, would you? No.
3: Well, they used to be the height of luxury, of course.
2: The luxury vehicles could be charged up to £50 for entering Leeds once new clean air zone policies are brought into force from January the 6th next year. I didn't
3: realise they were so bad.
2: Some lorries, coaches and taxis will fall foul of legislation, which is designed to cut the number of highly polluting vehicles on the city's roads. Great. Um, There are no plans yet to introduce such fees in Wakefield, but the District Council is banning older makes of some vehicles in a bid to cut emissions. Now, this reminded me of my grandma's Brother Mm. called Uncle Les, who had a Robin Reliant, (laughs) (laughs) and it really made me giggle because
3: nothing says scrappage like a Robin (laughs) Reliant. Because it says it.
2: Some older vehicles now. It's like there's no way Uncle Les is going to be driving through Wakefield. No. Uncle Les is still with us in Wakefield in his Robin Reliant. Gosh. And back in the day when we used to have to go out for like a trip out, we'd fight over who had to go with Uncle Les (laughs) because Uncle Les, there's lots of speed humps in Wakefield, (laughs) and Uncle Les would a smoke in the Robin. Reliant. And then he would go up and over the speed humps in a one-wheeler, in a like three wheeler <laughs> car. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> You'd literally hang on and be like, oh Jesus, boom. Who's
3: idea? Was it? I mean, you can just imagine if somebody was like, We're going to create a three wheeled car. Oh, lots of You'd weird go, things, things have drunk, gone down. Go
2: home. <laughs> it's the innovation of the future. <laughs>
3: I'm telling you!
2: <laughs> but the suggestion that larger limousines, which are currently unregulated, could be affected by new rules, was made at a licensing committee meeting on Wednesday. Wakefield Council Licensing Officer Kevin Straw said, we can only license vehicles of up to eight seats.
3: Oh! Have you
2: ever been in a limousine? Do you
3: know, I can't think if I have. I haven't. No. Anything should. of should. <laughs> Just, you know, have a jaunt one afternoon. <laughs>
2: Bring the limo round, Kevin.
3: <laughs> We're going in a limo.
2: Elected members in Wakefield are also considering whether or not to adopt new statutory guidance issued by the government for taxi industry or so. I
3: bet they are. Busy in Wakefield it's busy. A penny. <laughs> um, so, my news from the north has come in from the Cheshire Live. Family faced flight delays, so dad ended up flying plane to Spain. That was quite difficult to say. Delays to a flight can be torturous. So one dad went above and beyond to ensure his family holiday to Spain wasn't spoiled. When his flight from Manchester Airport to Alicante faced delays, he stepped up and volunteered to fly the plane himself. A which, pilot? Sorry. Remarkably, he ended up doing. Amazed passengers listened as Michael Bradley took to the tannoy to offer his services for Sunday's flight. Having been told by his wife that they were facing a delay, the qualified EasyJet pilot deliberately took his license and ID to the airport. In a video shared on Facebook by Denton mum Michelle Potts, he told passengers, My wife, who's on row 15 with my little boy, hopefully he's asleep now. I should keep it down or else I'll get sold off. She rolled over and punched me in the back of the head and said, our flight's delayed by two hours because they're minus one captain for the flight. So just before we went through security, I thought, I wonder if this is worth a phone call. And I think it is because I'd just like to go on holiday. I phoned up EasyJet and said, Hiya, I'm standing in the terminal doing nothing. I've got my license with me deliberately from being punched in the back of the head at 3am. And I've got my ID with me and I'd very much like to go on holiday. So if you need a favor, I'm standing here ready to go. He added, they said, we'll phone you back. 38 seconds later, they phoned me back and said, please, please, pretty please, with a big cherry on top, can you fly the plane to Alicante? (laughs) (laughs) Commenting on his casual dress, but stressing he'd stuck a pair of shoes on just in case michael who also works for the airline said so if you're all right for one of your pilots to look like this today we'll go to alicante and he was met with cheers from the passengers michelle who was going on a short break with her friend jess clayton posted the video (laughs) and said it could only happen to me get to the airport and our flight is delayed for a couple of hours then i happened to look at the original time and it changed to gate closing had to leg it across the airport to get on the flight. Gets to boarding and ask the guy at the desk what's going on. Oh, your pilot's gone missing, but a guy, that, <laughs> your pilot's gone missing, but a guy that's going on your flight is going to fly the plane really casually. Lucky, the guy was actually a pilot. Probably would have been cancelled if it wasn't for him. Legend. Speaking to the MEN, she said, "I was a bit nervous when I was first told, but once he told us on the plane, I was just so relieved that we weren't going to be delayed." A spokesperson for EasyJet said the flight's delay was due to knock-on effects at the French ATC failure on Sunday which sounds very much like a line to me which impacted on crew and meant they had to rely on standbys. The spokesperson said the incident was exceptional and stressed that Michael was well-rested, having previously had four days off and was legally permitted to fly the aircraft.
2: Well, that's good to know. That is
3: good to know because I know I was worried about him being correctly. I was
2: thinking about how I'd feel if I got on a flight and someone was in their holiday gear being like, hello, <laughs> hi, good <Wey>. day. like, <laughs> God!
3: <laughs> Jules, do you want to play... The game. Yes. In honour of going back to school. Oh, my God. Right, which is I thought you were moment, going to do
2: airlines. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's go. <laughs> do you want
3: to do airlines? No, 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 no. Back to
2: school, no problem. <laughs>
3: you have 20 seconds to, a, to name as many items that you might buy for back to school. Oh, my God, OK. Are you ready?
2: Yep. Go. Squared paper, lined paper, plain paper, pencil case, colouring crayons, felt tips, rubber, sharpener... Ooh, um, paints, uh, brushes. uh, Oh, new tie, new school shoes, um, uniform of such. uh, In my case, foundation. uh, (laughs) Mascara, (laughs) hair wax.
3: That's it! <laughs> Took a funny turn at the end there, didn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, it went back to sixteen year old me. I was yes. like, oh, definitely got a new yeah, foundation from that kit. You're I never, suppose that came under before. uniform. <laughs> you mad? Look, I said
3: anything. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely adore you yes, for listening. Do. We adore you for getting in touch. You can write to us. The address is
2: the Portsleuth Crew HQ, PO Box six six seven four seven London N W five nine G H. And
3: we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for?
2: It's a word. Waffle. Mm. Waffle.
3: Waffle. <laughs>
2: because where am I going tomorrow? <gasps> In Bruges. I'm going to Bruges tomorrow, Portsloo crew. And
3: should say Slew crew. Happy birthday to John! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh my God, I'm going to do that as a dancing happy video tomorrow. Happy birthday to you.
2: Thank you so much. I will be in Bruges eating waffles and in Ghent drinking beer with my beloved. Divine. So you'll hear tales of that next week.
3: Can't wait. We will see you then for that, Portslough crew. Bye.